I do love the strip challenge. Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by now, the home of brilliant entertainment. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight is the ever wonderful Fanula Jones. We've lots to discuss, so let's get stuck in. Okay, we are nearly halfway through this series. A lot has changed. There are very interesting dynamics appearing around the villa. And I'm very excited to check back in with Miss Vanilla Jones, who I haven't spoken to since night one, when we got our fresh twist of, you know, people get to choose who goes with who. And now all these kids are out here making their decisions by themselves and we're seeing the results of those decisions. Fanula, how have you found the last three weeks? Pretty good. Um, Definitely like an enjoyable series. Mm -hmm. I will go back and say, and I think I said this from the start, I think they kind of nailed the cast. Now, in some ways now at this point, I'm like, would I want to be friends with any of them? Do I particularly like any of them? Yeah. I like some of them, but there's like a majority where I'm like, hmm, I'd have question marks over in terms of their, you know, morals and everything else. But in terms of TV... It's great because I can't remember a series where it was like, you know, you've always had like that really rock solid couple and people usually like them. You have a rock solid couple this year and generally people don't, which is interesting. (laughs) So you're like, how the, like where you can see that they think they're playing this really straight game. And it's like, oh, well, if you only knew girls and boys, we do not like you, Luca and fucking Gemma. Um, And then I suppose it's been interesting to see the rest of them lean into the game a bit more. Like you have the very obvious players and then you have people like, we'll obviously get into it, but like you have the like Satasha who, you know, just won't be direct about the fact that she is absolutely interested in considering other people and can communicate that. And then you have all this fallout from that. So yeah, it's been, it's been pretty interesting to watch. Like I have no idea, like Casa Moore, I think really anything could happen at this point. Like really, really, truly. Yeah. And not in the same way that last year, I feel like when we went into Casa more last year, it was kind of a similar thing of like, we don't fucking know what's going to happen, but it felt more in, in, in the way of like, um, our, none of these guys are interested in these girls. And as soon mm-hmm. as they get the chance, they're out. Whereas this year, not that it's the exact opposite and it's the girls, not, but there's more nuance to where the relationships are. There's more complexity to the difficulties that they've had. So therefore, like the decisions at Casa more are that little bit more interesting because you have a couple like Luca and Gemma, who we'll obviously discuss in detail tonight, who... Gemma feels like she is being as in as she can be in the stage of their relationship. Whereas Luca is hearing, well, let's call it here then because you're not as in as I am. And that's an interesting dynamic for them. If they got split tomorrow and went to Casa Amor, I would imagine that Gemma would stay stuck with Luca, but I would imagine Luca would explore because he feels like, so there's, there's a different set of kind of circumstances that make Casa Amor a little bit more interesting this year, potentially. Mm. We're also, we got tan jobs way earlier this year as well. We've been, there's been such a drought. Manicures since like night four or something. <sighs> Fucking hell. Oh. Not a telescope untouched inside no, there. Like it's, I'm, I'm very happy about that now, to be honest. <laughs> I'm glad the horn is back. Glad the complications are back. Delighted. Yes. Um, We have some really interesting situations and characters to discuss. Um, I'm going to preface this episode by saying that... You can dislike people and still not hate them. You can dislike people and still grant them that they didn't do everything wrong. You can dislike, like there's gray. There's gray. We're all 
big boys, girls and bays. You yeah. know what I mean? We're all yeah. we're watching a constructed reality TV show. OK, yeah. so let's like like just just remember that before you start shit in the bed. That's all I'll say on that. You know, like, we'll just like we'll just put back. We'll just. Yeah, we'll just take yeah. a deep breath in. Yeah, that's all we we'll say. Right. Take cool. a second. Cool. We'll take a pause. Yeah. I. It's morning time. Let's just get into the, the flow of the traffic. It's morning time. Uh, Luca and Jax are having a discussion in the bedroom and he is saying that he is falling for Gemma big time. And he's like, re- he's saying it in a way that he's kind of worried about the fact that he's there and he's kind of taken by surprise by how far into this he is. But I I like that Luca is kind of saying this to his mate, like I'm fucking in this. Like I'm like, there's no turning back for me now. Jax then is like, yeah, mate, me the same way, me the same way. Um, the girls are debriefing up on the terrace and Tasha is saying that she needs to have a think about where she is going with Andrew. She either needs to decide if she is 100% for him or if she is open to getting to know others and potentially lose what she has with Andrew. Um, and then we have the boys are split up downstairs. Andrew, Luca and Jax and Dami are together and Charlie, Davide and Jay are together. Andrew is saying that he can sense that she has some to say but she just won't say it um and Jax is telling the boys about his little rendezvous in the dark with Paige the night before he says like I've explained to her how I am and if I want to move forward with her she needs to understand me and what I am and I told her that I like her but I need her to to know I appreciate her as well and that's what I did last night uh Charlie Davide and Jay are having a debriefing and Jay is saying that he needs to talk to Paige because she says she's open but her actions say otherwise um, and then Paige is telling the girls about the chat that she had with Jax as well. That is where we are. This is the morning setup. A lot of fallout. I want to ask you what your thoughts are on, because myself and Gavin were talking about this at, at length last night. We had somewhat differing views on the late night chat between Jax and Paige. Obviously, we see this fallout kind of rolling into tonight's episode. So we'll get into the details of that. But what, where are you? Because I have to say, I don't watch your stories every night because obviously I'm recording, which makes me excited then to talk to you because I feel like I don't fully know where you are. But tell me what your thoughts are on this situation. On Paige J. Jax. Yes. The lopsided love triangle, as she called the it, lobs- the season or whatever. Like, there's something, I don't know. So I've like, and obviously I'm... Obviously, again, I acknowledge this is a constructed reality show, but that whole situation on the stairs where it was like they both put on the mics, I was like, re- like really? Yes. And, yes. and I say that and I like people were like, they would probably get in trouble. They were probably reprimanded. They were probably told. But even still, I'm like, if you were really, yeah, I don't know, like you're making the point of getting up in the middle of the night. What's to stop you pulling them aside the following day? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I think like, like I thought the end of this episode was particularly jarring and we had two people who kind of went like where it just seemed like they were teeing up like these two really conflicted people and I'm like Paige and Tasha where it was like they didn't really know what they were going to do only for them to both like revert to their original pairings I was a bit like do you know it was a bit like a bit of a cock tease in some senses because I was just like I feel like I, and I will preface this by saying I don't really like Jax right and I know we've and I whatever yeah. I don't know him I don't like the character that I'm being presented especially with what we've seen yeah. on tonight's episode we're obviously going to get into it but I just feel like I feel like this was a real missed opportunity for Paige and I feel like she will look back yeah. and be like oh fuck and I, I do acknowledge that like I think Jay is a, a bit of a tactical mind about him as well and I think he yeah. knew what he was doing there but I do also acknowledge everything that he said going in where he was just like, Ekansu was on me like that. It obviously made sense to go with her at that time because like, 
she was fucking really hot um, and yeah. like he knew she was probably one of the strongest in there prior to that so obviously you, you just get caught up with the moment whatever yeah. but I just there's also a bit of me that's like Paige was fully just playing to like I just yeah fully playing two sides and fully keeping them both open and then was like getting frustrated about it and getting really upset and like uh, but then and then Jack's is saying mad shit where he's like I can't believe I care I've never cared before I'm like you're 23 and you have no empathy or you have no comprehension of feelings like only what? weeks ago he was telling Gemma that it took him a year and a half to get over their breakup and that he hadn't been able to be with a woman since then because of the her and then literally he's telling one of her best mates that like I've just never felt like this before and like, yeah and he's really talking happened. about it with Luca and I'm just like I get Richie Sadler in there like I'm sure he I'm sure <laughs> he could have get Richie Sadler in there have a one-on-one with Jax and just reprogram his fucking toxic masculine brain sure like that's the only cure yeah. I think at this point I don't know there are, like, there, are parts, just, there are parts no I no I get the frustration I can't I don't know who acknowledged it I don't actually know if it was uh Gav himself or where or someone said it where it was like or no sorry I think it was on Aftersun whoever said on Aftersun where it was like when they were talking about Paige Jane Jacks and it was like they're just competing against each other, but the two yeah. lads, because they don't like each other. And it's not like, I do believe Jack likes Paige. And I do also believe that Jay is like, at, the, at a bare minimum, attracted to Paige. Yeah. But I think there's this definite like, how big can I fan my fucking peacock feathers? I'm a big man. You're a big man. Like, yeah. I don't really think they get on. I do, maybe not they... in a ma- like major way, but that initial kind of conflict where they were like, kind of throwing yes. light digs at each other, verbal digs. Um... I just fully believe like they're trying to compete for a prize and like Paige is the prize. And that's why like Jax was like, right, I need to whip out the emotion card and be like, yeah. oh my God, I care about you. I can't believe that. And Paige's like, oh my God, I love yeah. that. I love that you care about me. You know what I mean? It's, oh. I don't know. There's no yeah. winners in the situation. It's there's, all about head wrecking. There's no winners. Um, we, look, let's revisit because we're going to touch on this quite a bit. So I don't want to overdo it now. Um, because otherwise you'll be myself and Gavray last night with an hour of a podcast recorded and we're not even a quarter of the way through the show. And I was like, That's okay. Gav. He just can't stop. Can't stop that guy. Once you pop Gav, you can't stop. <laughs> when he's got news to cover, he's never holding back. Um, Dami and I can see we're having a chat. Dami is asking about Charlie and how things are going. Do you remember Charlie? Like Oh my god. God like... love him. <sighs> Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. There's there's other things to talk about. Ekin is saying he's nice to me, so it's only fair I get to know him. Which, like, yeah, like you're yeah. a single girl. There's no clear other option for you. Of course. Like, let's embrace it. Dami is like, do you miss Jay at all? And Ekin's like, no, like when someone hurts me, like I just put my walls back up and that's kind of done there. And Dami is saying, like, would you try again with Jay or with Davide? And she says, I don't know what it is, but there's some sort of chemistry with Davide. It's weird. Like, I don't know what you call it. Um, and Dam- Dami is saying, well, you had more with Davide, right? Like, but Jay just gave you the attention that Davide didn't. And Ekin is like, yeah, but I just think it's too late now. I just don't think there's any going back. And in the beach, Dami is saying, she's definitely fallen back into Davide's lap. Davide is what she's thinking about. That's where her head is at. Um, obviously this, I don't know if you feel this, but this feels like a very production-led storyline. Mm. I don't feel like we're getting much of substance other than conversations that feel very pointed and not natural in any way or, or form and I think also we, we'll get to it in a while when uh, Davide and Jay have their chat I how do I say this I feel like we are romanticizing Davide because 
he's the Italian stallion and he comes out with these funny one-liners and all this stuff. But he has spoken about Ek and Sue in a pretty brutal way in the last mm. couple of nights. Like, like really, if we heard it coming out of Luca's mouth, we would be up in arms. But because Davide delivers it with an Italian... Because he says it in an accent. Yeah. It's not misogynistic. It is. It's, it's it, is it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Like, I, I just find this... When they did it the first time, I was like, this is a bit gas and maybe it could happen. But like, it's so awkward for them when you pan forward to like Ekin and Davide having another conversation where Davide is clearly like, and Ekin's like, oh, what you reckon? And Davide's like, no, no, no. He's like, like get the fuck away from me. Like, and I'm seeing, and I'm seeing memes like, uh, w- the internet should never have learned the word trope. Do you know what I mean? Because I have to see another meme being like, Divorce oh my parents. God, uh, no, a- enemies to lovers trope. Haha, fuck, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, child with access to a smartphone. What are you talking about? Like, no, like it's, don't get me wrong. It like, if it happened tomorrow, I'd be like wildly entertained. I'd be applauding, but like, I just, I can't. There's been so many instances where he's been like, absolutely not. And beyond the fact that he's also said like, kind of not great things. I'm just like, why are why are we wishing this when like yeah. not to be bad? Ekin is entertaining enough on her own. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's and questionable also, yes. Yes. Questionable behavior, questionable things being said. But like, and also, like, we draft Ekin into these conversations because she's like the obvious, the very clear, obvious, like manipulator, agitator in these situations. I really feel like, and I and I th- feel like you say that and people think it's like automatically a negative thing. It's absolutely not for me 90% yeah. of the time. I think she's very entertaining and most of the time it's like harmless bar a few people getting annoyed inside, right? Yeah. I think we need to be considering Dami because the more I watch Dami, the more convinced of I'm like, and the more, more of what I've heard from the outside is like, he's there for the experience, which is fair. And he's not the only one. I don't doubt that. But like, yeah. he's there for the experience. I believe he's willing to get stuck in. Yeah, we've also seen how straight talking he is. So he's I feel human, like, yeah. yeah, so I feel like yeah. he's absolutely one to like, he's not going to lie to people's faces. He's going to say things. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's very willing to have a conversation with the producer and if the producer's willing to nod, she's like, yeah, all right. Because he's like, I'm here to have a laugh of a summer. I have a really strong relationship. Of course, I'm going to try and fuck up a few other people. Like, yeah, I, I feel like people are missing that. And it was like, this was the prime example and the psychic chat, which we're going to chat about later. Like that <laughs> was, you know what I mean? But like there was clear, there was like, yeah. fe- like if you're not looking at that and being like, there was interference there, we're watching two different yeah. shows. You know what I mean? Or you've no and- concept for reality TV. I'm sorry, like, but it's clear as day and- to me anyway. I also think people want people say they want a villain, right? They say they want a villain mm. in these shows and then they, they get the villain and Ek and Sue has played that part quite well, but she has not played it by herself. But nobody wants to acknowledge the, the good that a villain brings to a reality TV show, but they also don't want to acknowledge that she's not on her fucking own. No. Every fault, every negative that happens inside that villa, whether she is partially to blame or fully to blame, it's pinned on her. Now, I'm not saying her hands are clean. We'll obviously get to the fallout later. Mm. Scathing what she did, like outrageous what she did, but everything will be pinned on her. Dami was not, his hands were clean either. There. Yeah, uh, but I, I think mean? even if you look back to like uh, earlier in the week, and I'm sure you've covered this, but like Dami and Luca getting an Andrew's head. Yeah. Like there's a few of them in there. And I would yeah. like, I would say it's like Ekansu is the most obvious one. And then in terms of like lesser obvious ones, Dami for me is as clear yeah. as day. Yeah. Um, 
and Luca to a degree like yeah. the right re- and like Jay a torch I don't actually I think Jax is just there whatever who gives a fuck yeah I think the he's girls, doing something the girls, I think it's less clear. I think Ekin is, as I said, the most obvious. Tasha's shown shades of it. The rest of them, I don't really get it from the yeah. rest of them, to be honest. But like, there's a few operators in there. Like, do yeah. not think it's just Ekin. Do not think I, it's just whoever. I just need people to relax with with the, the blind hatred for Ekin that they can't see the other moving parts. Like, I just, because if you actually sit back and watch it all, it's, it's more enjoyable. I swear it is more enjoyable. I know, but that's it. But you it's the people who message and they're like, oh, she was so wrong for this. And I'm like, yeah, but like, if she didn't do that, you'd be right to me. like, this episode is so boring. boring. Like, oh my God. Like, like, as long as someone's not being. As long as someone's not being fucking using whatever fucking language and being like genuinely quite an awful, horrible person, you have to keep things. Yeah. Thing, like and it's yeah like again what I'd never want? want to be friends with her I never oh, ne- want her to be my never. girlfriend never but like I'm like well thank god because she's saying what everyone else is thinking and the, the original thought didn't even come from her head or mouth you know yeah. what I mean like it's like getting too high pitched I need to no I just feel I just feel like yeah I just think what she has set up tonight is potentially two weeks worth of drama because this is going to kind of filter through the rest of this week we've got rumored Castle and Moore starting next week which this will obviously play into that because where will Gemma and Luca be we've got two weeks worth of storyline out of Ek and Sue going I'm going to walk from point A to point B and I'm going to say exactly what I just heard and you cannot you cannot hate her for that. You just can't hate her. I just think the way even that scene was said, sorry, not to focus on this because I know we're jumping ahead, but like the whole thing where it was like, well, don't tell anyone, wink. And then I can see walk straight over. Like, it's like, how are you not seeing strings? How are you not seeing the puppetry? Like, it's, I'm not saying it's, it's right, no, but like just no. bigger picture. Bigger, bigger picture. picture. And I, I related to like, obviously you watch The Housewives and I, I love being involved in the Housewives fandom now that I'm in it. And you often see this commentary on the fandom of like, like, you know, this person is the villain this season. And it's kind of more talked about in Housewives because the casts run through and it's, you know, oh, they're getting the villain edit this year and it'll be them. And people say, oh, get that person out. She's the worst. She's making everyone unhappy. And I'm like, that's your season. That is your season. And you Mm. want it gone? Like you need, (laughs) how are reality TV fans still not there where they're like, and like you say, if it's not toxic, if it's not harmful, if it's just stirring the pot in a healthy way, keep them in there for as long as they're fucking keeping peace. Play on. Like, Play I just, on. Absolutely. Fair game. Fair game. Whatever Page. that Shakespeare expression is. If music be, <laughs> if drama be the fruit of, actually, I'm just going to stop myself right yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I got I was leaving you on late. that one by yourself. It's <laughs> way like, too late in the night, Orla. I can't she, do it. She can figure this out. Um... Uh, Jay Davide and Ek and Sue are in the gym pumping iron and Paige comes over and she asks Jay if he would like to cool off like the start of a porno I would imagine um, Jay asks her about her night he, he's weird kind of charming banter that doesn't really play into charmingness <laughs> you know some I mean? of their conversations don't really translate like I do feel like they're interested in each other and I think he even acknowledged it where he was like I was trying to be flirty but it was just a bit like uh but even the way she approached that conversation I'm like that's a flirty thing to say yeah but then there's a part of me that's just like Jay would you not just rip the band-aid off and be really direct and be like listen I know you got up in the middle of the night that's grand I, t- I totally get it can you just let me know because 
Danica's over there doing up her ballet slippers. She's only dying for a go off someone. We have Antigone here as well, who's actually seemed sound and really hot. Like, what I yeah. can't waste my time on you if you're not going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. part of me as well that's just like, what were you faffing around for when you could have just? There's a lot of like where I think people could just be a little bit more direct, but then obviously we wouldn't have the TV. But I think there's like, I think there has to be a line there as well where like this has been going on for days and they're getting up in the middle of the night. How do you not just go? Can you just let me know? Because then we had to wait for the full evening and then Paige was like, right, bye. Like it was just, what? What? But does does that then not play into the idea of like, what aren't we seeing? Because I don't think Jay, I don't think Jay is a guy to wait around while something fizzles for too long. Like I feel like yeah, because he's very aware of the game. He is very aware of where the safe zones are within the villa. Like you saw that in his conversations with Remy when they first arrived about, you know, that's a good place to be and she's really liked and blah, blah, blah. And I just don't think from what we saw, he would be lingering for that. Like, yes, Paige was definitely leaving that door wide open, but not enough for him to literally watch her and her fella get up out of bed at night, go to another room for maybe 10, 15 minutes and then come back in and get it back into his bed. Like surely you'd be waking up going, look, obviously I saw that last night is it still on with you? Because I like that. I'm not going to waste my time. There's two girls here who are not partners up. One of which I had a connection with. I mean, himself and Antigone were flirty. Mm. Um, so I just, I would be curious as to what maybe we didn't see. Yeah. My friend Val actually said the same thing to me as well. And I hadn't considered it. And I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. Cause it just seems a bit, I think we've seen a good bit, but then there's part of me that's like, as you said, what aren't we seeing? Cause it just feel like yeah. they were really on the hard sell with Paige and Jax but like yeah. why would he even still be entertaining this if there wasn't yeah. a glimmer of hope for him she's telling him about the talks with Jax um, and she was like oh look we weren't sneaking off like it wasn't that thing like we just did it in the darkness of night with everyone asleep so no one would see us yeah. like, we, weren't, yeah. we weren't sneaking off uh, he's saying like oh look I, did, I didn't know like was Jax okay or was it something going on with him Jay obviously playing the opposite character to Jack's trying mm. to kind of fill that other space in, in potentially a relationship. And he's like, look, I can only do so much. So I don't want to be that guy who's like lingering or like overstaying my welcome in a relationship. And she's like, uh, do you think that you're holding back? Like that you're not being the flirty guy that you would normally be. And he says, yeah, because like, I don't want to put you off by coming on too strong. If you have no interest, which I think is fair. Yeah. She's saying like, but I like all that stuff. Like, I love all that kind of flirty chit chat. Like, I really enjoy that. Like, the door is definitely open. It's not closed. It's just difficult. Um, if you're normally that flirty guy, do you? I want to see you. Um, like, very clear signals to be giving him, in fairness. Like, mm. I don't love Jay, but like, she's being pretty clear there that like, she's open and yet isn't. That, but that's what I mean it was like this whole episode was like I'm really between a rock and a hard place and then it was like at the end it was like oh no actually I'm not like yeah. peace and pouch and I was like <laughs> okay like what the? and then I, I, I'm just like I'm just a bit again and this is my own personal bias against Jax where I'm like are we missing out on something that could like be potentially very interesting because you are just like you want to sell me this fucking dream of like you and yeah. you and Jax, you know? And then I'm, oh, I don't know. It's just quite frustrating because I feel like Jax isn't going to get off the ground with one of the others. I just think it's too, I think it's too late for him to be honest. Like even God forbid, like even if he started to show, got onto Ekin again, like I just feel like it's way too late for even that crack to be honest. Yeah. Um, Jax, Luca and Andrew 
are sitting by the pool. They come and sit by the pool as Paige and Jay are having their chat. And Jax is saying like, oh, should I sit here? It's a bit close. That is, sorry, are, I don't know. that interaction was quite funny. Like, but again, yeah. it's just so the male bravado of like, well, if I sit here, will it freak them out? It's like, no, you all live in a house. They've yeah. all seen you before. You absolute yeah, fucking yeah. weirdo. What are you doing? <laughs> Strange, like. Um, they continue their chat, Jay and Paige, and Jay talks about a challenge where he kissed her. And I was wondering, someone said that they saw in last night's episode that Ekin appeared to have like paint on her and so did Danica. And they were wondering if it was a challenge that we might have missed. Now that has happened before and we've, we could have, we could see it in Unseen Bits at the weekend or it could just mm-hmm. lift, literally be lifted out of the episodes. Um, Islanders have said that when they've come out before that there was loads of challenges that didn't make the cut. So potentially we did because I, I couldn't pin this conversation about kisses and challenges to a, a specific challenge. Could you? Is there one I'm forgetting? Oh, was it that fucking it the, the dare one? one? Yeah, the balloon one. That's what I always come back to because I was kind of half watching that and everyone just started kissing everyone. So I was like, it must have been there. Oh, but, trying, um, to take, trying to take the minutes of those challenges. Is, I'm like, this one kissed that one. Okay, that one kissed this one. And then they kissed this one. It's a nice kiss. Kiss the three girls who you last saw. And it's, it's like, okay, oh. like it's the, the most tedious factors. I'm like, oh, you want me to pay attention to this? And then they're in the beach run. It's like, I'm so mad. It's like, I barely know your name. <laughs> <laughs> or two and a half weeks in. It could be anyone to me. Like Jay is saying that, you know, when he kissed her, she was kind of holding back. He said it wasn't very tongue heavy. Um <sighs> yeah, insert awful expression. We're just going to let that sit out there in the ether yeah. for a minute. He's like, You seemed a bit surprised. And he asked her if uh, she was chosen again or if she was chosen for that challenge, would she have picked him? That's why I couldn't really think of what the, what the question was. Um, Oh, potentially if it was that one, it was who would you be with if you weren't in your current couple? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, I probably would have picked you. Yeah. Um, and he's saying, well, look, maybe if there was another opportunity, would you want me to kiss you again? And she says, maybe. Yeah, but no tongues, though. He's in the beach and he's like, I'm doing my best to keep it flirty, but light. Like, it's hard because I don't want to be that guy. And like, I just think in fairness, he is reading what she is putting down. And I don't think he is to be blamed for this kind of slightly pitiful flirting. Like, I just don't think he's to be blamed for it. I just really don't know what else he could have done. Yeah. Like I just, like, I feel like it's all on page. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not like, I'm not fucking, of course they're all allowed to get to know each other, but it's, it's this whole thing of like this breakneck thing of, and really not being direct about it. And then turn around and be like, no, Jesus, no. What gave you that? Like, what gave you yeah. that idea? Like I'm all in on this other person. And it's like, yeah. but, but you were saying that you would be open to another kiss again. If yeah. you're going to turn around and be like, no, 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 I made it very clear because I said I didn't want to use tongs. It's like, it's not how kissing works. You know what I mean? It's not how kissing or like getting with people works <laughs> as far as I'm aware. I'm out of the game a while, but as far as I'm aware, that's not how it works. If I recall it correctly, tongs is where it gets serious. Beyond if I'm anything to, other if than I'm to cast my mind back, I don't actually, you're still kissing, you know? <laughs> you know? Ekin and Charlie are having a conversation and Charlie is asking Ekin about the best date that she's ever been on. And Ekin recalls a date where she went to a forest and had a a date. And it just made her realize that she's not that girl who just enjoys the high life. She just wants time with a special someone. Is she in a cult? Why is she describing a pagan ritual? Because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, is that just Midsommar? Is is that the plot of Midsommar? She was talking so much about the trees and the hills. Oh my gosh. What an utter, just tell me what restaurant you want to go to. Like, Jesus Christ. I think she just fully understands that like 
for these scenes to be included in the episode, they need to be kind of substantial because editors need to cut them down to get enough of a conversation to get, like if me and you had a four or five sentence exchange, they're not going to include that whole thing because chances are it's shit and they're just not going to uh, Well, they should. Gold <laughs> I mean, material. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if me and you snuck in there, then yeah, they probably should. But like, I feel like, Ekin Sue is very aware of how production and editing works. Maybe she's read Gavin Riley's famous thread. I mm. maybe she has, maybe she knows, but she seems very aware that the longer she kind of fills out these conversations, <laughs> the chances are editors are getting something. Like it's mm. she might as well just look into those little reflective mirrors and be like, have you got it, guys? Like the yeah. double sided glass. Like, did oh, we get that? Line. Just- she's like, line. Can you read back to me? Yeah, I just tell me about the hill again. <laughs> oh my god. And Charlie's like, it's nice to go out for dinner though, isn't it? And like, I think this, as, as basic as this is, I think this is where we see very clearly they're not, they're not right for each other. They're just... All of their conversation is, and I know what, because it was like, like last minute Leslie's whatever, like the tail ends of relationships and stuff like being put together. And yeah. Ekans like clearly like has to put on a show because she's still trying to see if she can fan the flames of Javaday or whatever. But like yeah. all of the conversation has just been so so stilted where it's like Ekans trying really hard from the television perspective I think I don't think she's any interest in that man and then yeah. Charlie's also Charlie's not as good an actor I can't believe I'm saying Ekin is a good actor but you know what I mean like Charlie's just it's just yeah it's like tedious. pulling teeth sometimes watching them like it's yeah it's oh tedious. it yeah. does it does kind of remind me when I was still a closeted straight woman and I was like forcing myself to go on dates with men and like forcing myself to like find... oh, how can you talk about this I, truly, I know I know hell? and I'm not insinuating that Ekin is a closeted lesbian if she was welcome like it's great I idea, mean but like <laughs> she's willing to be I'll insinuate it it's fine whatever why don't <laughs> we start a few rumors it's fine <laughs> it just makes me remember the days and I'd be like on dates with men just being like just find a spark somewhere Orla like it's got to be there somewhere so do, you, like, do you like to eat because hmm? that's the only hobby, oh hobby straight men have eating <laughs> Do you like to eat? Or do you like to watch things? Oh no, this is traumatic. How often do you change your bed sheets? Just out of curiosity. Just out of just, just curiosity. Just check it. Just, just a bit of, bit of a punk. Just a bit of a punk. Oh just my God, punk. dark times. Um, Charlie is in the beach, honey. And he's saying, you know, we get on well. I'm spending a lot of time with her. The most time out of all of these girls. And I'm just like, why are you lying to us? Like, oh, baby you... girl, what is you doing? Why what are you lying? Doing? Why the fuck know. you lying? Uh, like, yeah. why are you lying? He knows guess. his days are numbered. You know what I mean? He knows he just has things to say at this point. He just uh, spits out a few words. But like, it's fine. Oh. Whatever, you know? It's time for toxic masculinity scene one. Davide and Jane are ha- Jane. Jay are having Jane. a by the pool. <laughs> New bombshell knocked. Um, Jay is asking Davide about Ekin. And Davide is like, everyone is asking me. It's hard to explain. Jay is like, is there unfinished business there? Like, would you be interested? Davide is like, it's not going anywhere in a romantic way. She's expired. She's like expired food. I'm done. Oh, Jesus. I totally missed him saying that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Jay says, if Ekin said that she was keen, what are you saying? And Davide just kind of smirks and they both laugh. And Jay is like, yeah, you are. It's so obvious. Like Charlie might pursue Tasha and then Ekin would be available again. And Davide is like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I know I can get her like this and snaps his finger. And it's like, People are okay with this talk from Davide, A, because they find it funny in how he delivers it, and B, because mm. they, ha- they hate Ekin Sue so much that they don't care if she is the victim of, like, pretty despicable 
conversation. Like, mm. and this is not the first time he's described her like this. He has described her in horrible ways multiple times. The, the and the thing is as well, I feel like if Ekin wasn't in any way interested in getting back with him from a like TV perspective or romantic whatever, whatever in either is. scenario, I feel like he would be like a dog in heat trying to like get back into that space with her. And it's just the fact that she's interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I oh I don't I have a very love-hate relationship with him because in some sense, in some ways, like it's very easy to be caught up in the fact that he's like quite handsome, quite funny. He's had his moments, but like, if we're not gonna like kind of, I don't think we're being like, what's the word? I don't think we're reading too much into what he's saying. I think it's pretty clear. Like if he's going to talk about that, talk like that about one person. And like, I just don't buy the whole thing that even if you were to, his defense of, I don't know, being like, she really hurt me. And like, I'm really in here really looking for some something genuine and she fucked me over which she did she lied about it I'm not excusing that but I just kind of don't even buy that because yeah. it's just like nobody's in there to find true love you know yeah. like I mean in the ideal world of course I'd love to believe that all these tiny children are there yeah. for the right reasons but like they're yeah. like majority aren't you know what I mean like yeah, I just yeah. and him turn around and use that as an excuse I don't know it's I just think we have such a set like there is so many different standards for different people in this villa. And I just totally. think like he has said things before, like Ekin is like a butterfly going from flower to flower. And like he said all this stuff, like they are the slut shaming of Ekin Sue has been pretty consistent for pretty much the entire time she's been in there, like mm. pretty much the entire time she's been in there. And it's been done by pretty much everyone. Mm. And boys might be saying it, but the girls are sitting back and letting it happen. Watching mm. Jack scream in her face last week, calling her a fucking headache with all the girls who are apparently her friends, apparently sit by and say nothing. Like we, if this happened to any other girl in here, there will be uproar. But because it is Ekin Sue and this is the people, this is the person that people want to call their villain and really fucking go for it's fair game and I just think while she has done stuff that is atrocious and I'm like I can't like what she did with Jay was lousy it was so Mm. unfair to do it to Davide what she did to Gemma tonight was so unfair to do to her but like have the same standards for everyone it's just I find that really again love her as telly could not be her friend like it just couldn't be her friend like it's not for me me to keep the same energy for everyone same standards you're diverse you're diverse this is the start of this fallout Dami, charlie india Gemma, and ekin are on the big day bed and they're having a chat and um Dami asked charlie about what his thing is they kind of breeze past that this is such a a weird conversation that's the only thing i'll say about that where i was like what's your thing and charlie was like uh i don't know like and just started saying verbs and it was, and was like I'm was good like, at being boring I was like why are you telling us that like why are you I think he thinks he's been like really like dry funny and he's just been dry anyway forget that conversation a painful um, painful memory yeah we'll relegate that Dami is saying that he can read people's minds and he's asking um Ekin if he can read hers and he's saying you're not sure about what you're gonna do with Charlie you're questioning if you fucked up with Davide um and like firstly the actual balls of Dami saying this in front of Charlie like and this also shows the relationships that Dami has built up in the last couple of weeks that he has such a solid footing in that villa he can literally go and sit in front of a couple and be like you don't like him he doesn't like you and they're like thanks Dami have a good day that's what I mean (laughs) I just feel like he doesn't I don't want to say he doesn't care but like 
I just feel like he's someone messaged me about it and was like, Oh, I don't think Dami could take a joke about one of the something one of the other lads said a couple of days ago or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't think it's that. I just think he's like, I think he has such a low tolerance for bullshit and is like a straight shooter. And then also ties into the fact that like I just think he's up for causing a bit of chaos and maybe we're just not willing to acknowledge it, like, you know. Um, he turns to Gemma and he says, you like Luca, but you find it tough to open up properly. You feel like Luca likes you more than you like him, but you're okay with that because he has more possibility of getting hurt than you. Um, Ek and Sue and India are both nodding their heads and saying, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's true. Dami is saying you're happy. It would take, you're happy, but it would take a lot, um, for your head to turn, but there is a small chance if someone came in that was a hundred percent you and had that Luca chat that's where the confusion would come. You're still open in a sense, more open than Luca. Gemma says, yeah, that was impressive. Don't think you're that far wrong. Dami then tells everyone to leave what was said there, there, and not to take it any further. India and Gemma are both saying that was really good, Dami. And the reason I'm going through this in detail is because of what happens next and what was said. And there's a lot of twisting of what was said. Ekin as if by just miracle, gets up out of the bed and walks directly across the villa. Do we think this was edited? I really don't think it was. I think she directly... It was like um, Charlie's granddad jumping out of bed for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Ekin Sue, (laughs) I can't walk. I've just got a ticket to uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Actually, I need to go over and tell them immediately now what you just said. I know you told me not to, but Saws. Just like straight over, no disguising it. She says that we were just talking and Dami was doing a bit of mind reading. (laughs) Like hilarious that this is how all of these conversations start now. And I was surprised at one comment that Gemma made. I think she said, um, Dami said, I think you like Luca, but Luca is more interested in you. And if a guy walked in who was more your type, your head would turn and she agreed. I was just surprised that she said that. Do we think that was a fair echoing of what was said? I, it, like the Love Island account had word for word like the, the Chinese whispers chain and she just repeated what Dami said should she have done no because they no. said not to and so, and uh, sorry just to you asked a second ago did you think it was edited I didn't think it was edited because you could see the shot right my point was more I think that entire conversation was set up and I think yeah. potentially with Dami and Ekansu, how the fuck do you start going on? Like, I'm going to sit here and start making predictions. You know what I mean? In the yeah. sense that, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying that the producers were like, you need to go and say, because again, I think that's a thing that people get confused at where it's like, the producers didn't say to go up and say X, Y, Z. No, they didn't. But they were like, yeah. go and have this conversation or like, let them know what you think of X or like, yeah. what do you think of it? I think you should share that. That's yeah. how that all happens. And like, Ekin has done it before. You know that when she was standing in the mirror having that talk with her and a producer clearly went out and was like, well, no, actually, maybe this is, maybe you should go out and like say something. Yeah. Like, I just I just feel like she's tuned into that and was like, well, obviously I'm going to go say it. Was it yeah. right? No, but like, it's 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 those links that yeah. people might be missing. Yeah. Jax says, where's Luca now? Paige is saying, don't start. Jax is like, no, he's going to be hurt by this. Paige says, that doesn't mean Gemma is in the wrong. She hasn't said anything. Ekin is like, there's nothing wrong with it, but obviously Luca wouldn't like it. Jax is saying, that's going to rattle him big time. Like he's smitten. Jax is in the beach hut and he's saying like, you could bring anyone in here for him, but he is set on Gemma. This will rattle him. And I think there's, there's a lot to take from this, right? I think firstly, 
Ekansu was was as a friend, as somebody if I was in the villa and she was my mate and she did that, I'd be like, you're a dickhead for doing that, for going across. When it was clearly a conversation that you know would hurt somebody, you know it wasn't meant in any bigger way than just a bit of chat, like nonsense. You're a dickhead for doing it. But she did not lie. She told mm-hmm. exactly what happened on the on the daybed. Oh my God, people are going to kill me online. And Jax, oh yeah, we are dead. We're we dead. have targets we're on dead. our back. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're dead. Jax did say only a week ago to, to Gemma that he would have her back and anything happened to her, he's on her side. And now straight away, he's going to like go to Luca. In one way, I like it because I think it shows that he's a good friend to Luca. But in another way, you're a bit too close to situation. I, that's not how I took it from Jax. I think Jax was saying it and it was absolute full concern in my opinion and I think think that yeah and I think even how he went about it after proves that like I I actually bought that from him I actually no I really didn't I really 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 didn't and just to go back very quickly to go back to the point what what Jamie said wasn't the worst they were basically like they would have to the person would have to be perfect would have to have Lucas chat and would have to be a hundred percent her type, and she yeah. would consider turning her head. So as much yeah. as I'm like, of course, go to Eck and be like, we literally sat there and just said not to say something. Why would you go and say it when it was like a dumb thing? Yeah. But then I would also, Jamie's reaction to Luca, and I think it's an age thing. I'd also just be like, this is exactly what was said. Yeah. I'm really sorry for her, but like, just in my opinion, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't view our situation any differently. I'm not looking elsewhere. Yeah. That is literally just the reality of the situation. If he doesn't want to, that's fine. But in a way, like, Jem is being more direct about that than half them are being in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's, if the, if someone makes your perfect person in a factory and they send them into the Love Island Villa, are you're, and you're expected to stick with fucking Luca Fishbanger? Excuse me? <laughs> like, come off it like you know it, it makes me think of um maybe week two when jay came in and was chatting to tasha and andrew said the comment about i'm not bothered and amber came and grabbed tasha and straight away was feeding that information back to tasha and andrew was like can i talk to tasha for a second and immediately was like this is what i said this is what i meant i don't want this to get blown up out of the proportion and again andrew has a few more years on Gemma. he's a little bit more mature he's also not at all anyway kind of a hothead or anything not saying that Gemma is especially so she's proven herself to be actually very mature in certain circumstances but I think that was the way to handle it was to just be like what the fuck I'm gonna go grab Luca before this goes any further and be like look this is what was said maybe it was said a bit flippantly maybe it's not but like that this is a fake story that would never happen this would no one would come in that was 100% perfect everyone is flawed like that kind of conversation but it didn't happen that way Gemma Page and India are sitting down and Page has said I hear you have an inter- you had an interesting conversation you said that if another guy came in that was your type your head would turn now my problem with this is Paige scrambled the message she was given she said that Gemma said if a guy came in my head would definitely turn whereas Ekin said Dami guessed and Gemma affirmed it and that these are all important because I know you're going to fuck it at me in the DMs later um Gemma is saying She's really annoyed and she's saying like, do I say something because I'm not having that? Paige is like, if another guy came in that was more Gemma's type, your head would turn. That's what was said. And she kind of makes it a little bit clearer there what Ekin had told her. India is agreeing with Gemma that that's not what she meant. That wasn't what was said. Gemma then grabs Dami and tells him what has happened. 
Um, and she says that Ekin is saying that my head is going to turn. She's literally telling everyone. Dami is saying like, what's wrong with her? I'll back you up. Let's go for the chat. And like, I love Dami. I really do. He's definitely one of my favorite guys in there. But I'm like, there is a time and place for you to step out of the mess. And I feel like this might have been your time to step up out of that mess because it's kind of your fault. Do you know what though? That only like bolsters my theory of the fact that he's like, just in on it. And is I do, it, not a plant. That's not what I'm saying. But in this situation that he was like, you know, behind the scenes, whatever. Yeah. Because I'm just like, to be honest, if I was Jammy and had he was the one who was like, can we not say this because it's fucking dumb or whatever? And Ekin went and said it then. I would be like a fucking bull yeah. with Ekin. And I'm pretty sure he already doesn't really like her. And yeah. we've already had situations with them. So when he like, he did kind of react, but there's a part of me that's like, I would just be chill. straight up to Ekin and be like, yeah. That, and like, again, I think that's a bit of his personality where he's like, I kind of don't really care. Like, I'm going to fucking yeah. throw out all these bombs. I'm here to have a good summer. Hopefully get a GF, whatever we'll see. But like, it, it, I, I'm just saying, if it was all to come out tomorrow, if they wrote a tell-all book and Dami and Ekin were like, yeah, I yeah, know, like that was fully like set constructed. Up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that it was fully set us. up. I wouldn't shout me. No, not at all. Yeah. Luca walks over and he's asking Gemma what's wrong. Gemma is like, I need to speak to someone else first because I'm going to lose my head. Luca's asking Dami what's going on. Dami is saying like, it's nothing to do with you. Don't worry. Excuse me. Da- uh, Luca is clearly like confused as to what's happening. Uh, Gemma's in the beach hut and she is saying exactly what Ekansu said. If someone comes in here and is 100% my type, then of course I'm going to be open to getting to know them. That's what she said. And mm. she confirms there, of course, I would be open to getting to know them. Do I think that's likely? No. And I think that was the part of the context. That's all she needs to say to Luca was like, do I think that's going to happen? No, because that's a make-believe land. But I can't say after three weeks that like, we're not there. That's not where I feel we are yet. And I think that's fair. Luca- I thought like Luca's language around that scenario as well was a bit weird. You know, like the whole thing of like, she's talking to everyone. She's not talking to me. It's like, or, like... I kind of got it actually. I kind of got what he meant that like the whole flat disagree in this episode. No, I don't think we are. No, I think we, I think we centrally align on the main thing, but I feel like I, I just, I felt from, I felt that was the most honest I've seen Luca tonight. Like I felt like he was really throwing. And I think it wasn't the fact that everyone was talking. I think it was the fact that the fact that everyone was talking made him question yeah what, Gem- okay. what Gemma yeah, was yeah. going to say like was she yeah. going to come over and be like we're done like he was like why the fuck is everyone talking about this and I have no idea what's going on like because mm. he I think he knows that he likes her more than she likes him like mm. it's clear to everybody and I think this was the first time he had seen concrete proof of it because she had agreed that that was the case and I don't know I, th- I kind of bought him tonight. I buy it more now with that explanation but there is like I don't want to use the word possessive but there is just a thing of like yeah like I just be would be quite I don't even want to say worried because it's not that I feel like that positively and that strongly towards him but I'm just like man you really have all your eggs in this gal's basket and I would like I just I don't know like Casamore will tell a lot I think yeah Luca is asking Jax why things are kicking off and Jax tells him I've written here by accident because I actually did think that this seemed natural um Jax is saying Ekin has come over and told the story about what had happened with Dami. Luca is like, that doesn't sound like what Gemma is saying to me. Luca's in the beach hut and he's saying, if she has said that, that's going to play on my, my mind. I'm annoyed because she hasn't spoken to me about it. And it's the person that's going to hurt the most is me. Um, Gemma then grabs Ekansu 
And Gemma tells her that Paige has filled her in and Ekin is saying, like, I said exactly what you agreed to. Gemma sounds, Gemma says, it sounds like you've come straight over and said, I'm surprised at Gemma because I've said something I've not even said. Um, Ekin is like, no, chill out. That's not what happened. Gemma is like, concentrate on your own drama. And if your relationship is perfect, then you can criticize. But until then, keep your nose out of it. And I feel like- Great line. There's parts of Gemma, Gemma's argument that are bang on. Keep your fucking nose out of it. Why are you stirring shit when you are in the most unstable bed in this fucking villa? Like, why are you doing it? But the fact that she's saying that she's lied, I'm just like, she hasn't lied though, Gemma. Like, she hasn't lied. You did yeah, say it. Yeah, that's fair. And that's... Ekin's bed is just Jenga blocks, but all the bo- like all the bottom layer are gone. Bar it's just one. Break. It's one. Yeah. And she's like swaying. Yeah. Um, Luca and Andrew are having a chat. Andrew's saying like, just don't try... Just try not to overthink it. Luca's saying... If that's gone on with Gemma, I'd let her know before everyone else starts talking about it. Don't tell everyone and keep me in the dark looking like an idiot. Everyone knows bar me. Um, Ekin is saying it's not a big deal. And this is the clip that we saw last night in the first look. She's saying it's not a big deal. Dami has now joined. He's like, it's not your place to say it's not a big deal. It's gone back to Luca and that's not a nice thing. Gemma is like, it wasn't even said like that or meant like that. You can't drop a bomb and tell me then to relax about it. Um she's in the beach shot and she says she has no right to say that and she lo- she's loving causing the drama and everyone is getting wound up by it and like this is the first time someone has actively acknowledged the fact that this is a, a villa-wide feeling about frustration yeah. that suit. I mean we've seen it pretty fucking clearly but this is the first time someone's actually said verbalized it yeah, yeah yeah getting pretty tired um Gemma is saying you've ran with one little bit of this whole story um, and you know that that bit is going to cause drama. Ekin is like, you should just explain what you mean because that's what you said. Gemma's like, maybe you should just shut the fuck up. And then Ekin then gets in her soapbox in the beach hut and she's like, why am I wrong? It's always me. I'm just going to ignore that because that's bullshit. Like she she was wrong to, to spill the beans. She didn't lie. I'm just like, that. yeah, that's where, yeah, you just, you can't try and turn around and gaslight everyone and to be like that you're somehow the victim when it's like, girl, no, like own the mess yeah. or just, or don't make the mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like she like she lit a fire, and she was like, "But I didn't buy the matches." Yeah, like, but you you lit the fire. <laughs> like, lit fire, yeah. <laughs> responsibility still falls with you, girl. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. played a part. Um, Gemma and Luca have had a chat, and Luca is thrown. The boys, uh, he gets up and leaves a bit of a group, and they're all very quiet. And Dami makes a joke about he's not doing any more fortune telling, and that the business is closed down. Um. Gemma is saying that she thinks whatever has been taken, whatever has been said has been taken out of context. And Luca says, well, do you want to explain to me because I've been left in the lurch and I've heard it from other people. She says, Dami was reading my mind and said, what world are we in? And said, if someone came in that was 100% for me, that I had better chemistry with than you, um, my head could possibly turn. And I said, I didn't disagree or it wasn't that far wrong or something like that. And Luca said, I'm closed off because I know that you're what I want. I wouldn't have agreed with that at all. Gemma's saying, if someone came in that you got on better with than me, that you found better, more attractive than me and liked more than me, you would still stick with me. And Luca's like, I can't see it happening that anyone would come in and be better than you. I don't give a fuck about the chat. I'm annoyed that when you were angry, you couldn't just tell me what was wrong. It was only going to piss me off. And you just still decided not to tell me. Um, Gemma says it was malicious. It wasn't malicious. I wanted to know what was said. So I wanted to talk to Ekin and Luca says, I'll talk to Ekin. Do you want to be there? And Gemma says, yes, please. Like the more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm like, why would you not? If you were like, so (sighs) people are going to be mad at me as well. I know. If you were just so secure in what you'd 
knew that you'd say oh, it was taken out of context whatever obviously go give Alec Ekin your bollock and whatever surely you go to Luca first and be like this is exactly what I said Ekin has gone and said this to other people yeah. and it is it, which and we said not to because it was a fucking dumb game it's then since been taken out of context but like just so we're clear instead of getting into these fucking hypothetical scenarios of like Kim Kardashian Michelle Keegan walk into the fucking villa and Luca's like I still don't give a rat's ass do yeah. you know what I mean I just we're tripping up on these fucking things when it's like I think there was a bit of as much as I'll say it again I can shouldn't have said anything, but I think there was also a bit for Gemma. Gemma was mad she got caught out. Like was. Gemma was mad that she got caught saying that. Yeah. As because, dumb as the scenario was, like if you didn't want to engage it. with Dammy, if you didn't want to engage with Dammy, you'd have to say something like no comment. You know what yeah. I mean? When he said that, you'd be like, or say nothing. Yeah. Do you know? Like that's and then yeah. if Ekin Sue went and said and blah, 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 well, Dami said all this, and then she was like, no comment, which I mean you could kind of interpret that like maybe blah blah blah. Then you could turn around and be like, Ekin, you're a fucking pulling it witch. out of your arse. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's it's the fact that Gemma has repeated what was said three or four times now since Ekin has told the story, and her what she is saying and what Ekin is saying are exactly the same thing. And I think mm. That's and and them calling Ekin over now, it just feels a bit like they don't want to direct their anger at each other because they don't want to cause an upset more within their relationship. Mm -hmm. So they're more than happy to tilt their guns towards Ekin and just be like, Grant, let's just shoot it all this way. And like, I get the frustration. Like, if it was me, I'd just be like, stay the fuck out of it. Like, I know that you were just gossiping around the villa and were having your, had your bit of tea and you were going to share with other islanders knowing that you'd started with, stay the fuck out of it. It's none of your business. At like, that, yeah, at that point, I think it's like you each have an individual conversation with Ekin later and you yeah. just work on, because this is clearly like, Luke is a bit shook. Luke is like, oh, I feel like I'm in a totally different position to you. Yeah. Jim obviously is trying to bring him back from the brink and like reassure yeah. him. But she's kind of going more on the offensive. Yeah. Oh, it's such a mess. Such Luca a mess. is saying, obviously you said something to Jackson Page. Ekin is saying, I said Dami's words. I said it in a normal way. She repeats what she said, which was the same thing that Gemma said. And then she says, am I right or am I wrong? And Gemma said, um, I said that Dami wasn't far wrong. Kind of leaving a bit of gray space there. And Ekin was like, well, what's the problem then? And again, what is the problem? Because that's what she said. She said, mm. um, she's like, Dami read her mind. And I, and again, I just, you can't help but laugh when every time they say like, well, Dami was just reading her mind. Mm. Um, Luca was like, stop making out like Dami's a fucking clairvoyant. It's stupid. Like, I was like, I'm glad that he's just like, can we drop this whole bullshit? She's like, why are you bothered? Luca says, you were running your mouth. You caused this situation and I am blaming you. And Gemma's like, you're causing shit. And I, again, I'm like, that is fair. Like, that is fair. She is. And what she did was totally online. But like, Gemma is annoyed because she got caught out. And Luca is annoyed because he feels hurt that Gemma has said this. And I just think, while there is definitely blame to be laid with and Sue, the real issue, and I think they get to that later, they admit it later, like the real issue is the uncertainty of where that leaves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Jackson okay Jackson Andrew right we're getting into this whole thing now um Jesus it was really non-stop go after the middle the middle break Jax mm. uh passes the kitchen and he shouts over to Paige are you coming to the pool and he heads down to the pool and Paige doesn't follow him and he sat talking to Andrew and he goes I've just said to her let's go to the pool and she, she's just stayed there talking to him and this pot now starts to boil over the next kind of few minutes Paige is bantering with Jay and I think Antigone in the or Antigone in the kitchen mm. 
Um, and they're talking about food or something. And it's flashing back and forth between Jack's where he is and Paige and Jay in the kitchen. Um, and they're definitely being a little bit flirty, not super flirty. Um, but Jax is down by the pool and he's saying, she's pissed me off now. She saw me ask her to come to the pool and she's pissed me off now. And he gets up and he storms away from Andrew and he joins India and Dami. He tells them what has happened. And he said, I've walked off expecting her to follow me. And she just sat there talking to Jay. And I've just thought, right, fuck that then. She's doing one thing to me and one thing to the other. And Dami is saying, you're just upset because you think now that you've opened up, she's now kind of doing this other thing and she's moving with Jay. And he's like, I shouldn't have opened up. And Jay, Dami and India are both like, no, you should have. That was the right thing to do. And Jax is like, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. She's been more distant since I've opened up. I need to ask her straight up. Um, I think she's still keep wanting to keep me on my toes. Mm. And Dami says, well, you said you liked that before. And he says, well, not once I've opened up. And they're all kind of laughing. Um, he's he's boiling like he's starting to simmer and he's getting hotter and hotter he's then talking to Antigone who is in fairness reading a bit of sense into him Paige then joins and Jax is jeering her about not joining him at the pool um and I think Antigone is saying are you going to go in now and he says no I don't want to go in now I'm not arsed and Paige is like I was just eating and Jax says uh I look like an arse uh so I went and I just sat with the boys um and then Antigone gets the hint and she's like I'm going to leave and Paige's like no I'll leave sorry I know that was a bit long-winded but I'm like I have to give the point by point Andrew then joins in and Jax is filling him in Paige is filling Dami and India and Danika in and she's just like I'm done with this day and herself and Dami then take them take themselves away and go for a chat and Jax is just he's just raging like he's really Mm. starting to like bubble here it's I I I find this on very uncomfortable to watch like I'm just I know there is hardcore Jackson Page stands out there who are like this is the sweetest thing I've ever seen him opening up to her on the stairs and all this stuff is like beautiful moments but if we are still those people being like oh I can change them and I can do this and you know he finally gave me a glimmer of honesty like I just it it doesn't sit well with me as someone who has experienced like slivers of emotional abuse here, here there in my life, I, it just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't. Mm, I just. And I'm so just, nervous saying this because I know people are going to just be like, you hate <sighs> men. And I'm just going to be like, no, I just don't. I just don't like this. <laughs> I just don't. I just think it's fully a bullfight with the two of them. And he was just like, he would have been more annoyed about losing Paige and knowing that his position in the villa wouldn't have been stable, especially knowing that like, Gemma was potentially a viable option prior yeah. and like definitely isn't now. Yeah. Um, but then there's also part of me that I just, I just think he's like that. I don't think he's like doing anything to come across a certain way, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, it's just, I'm just like, how, how can you not give someone or acknowledge that someone needs a little bit of time and a little bit of, you know, that moment to sit with, you yeah. just said you've opened up. How can you expect like an immediate, like Paige is trying to process that and is keeping both of you on your toes because she's still trying to see what way her head's going to go. Like that's it. In, in a like, situation that he set up. In a situation mm. he set up. And well, I like the cacks like. There will be loads of people now who will be like, oh, but he went over and he apologized. And I'm like, after Antigone had to really explain to him multiple times, like, why that situation mm. played out the way she did she was like my advice don't let it fester just go grab her because it'll become a bigger thing and you'll lose sight of the thing that's really bothering you which is this situation that you found yourselves in um and I just think 
I just think if you're giving credit, I just, yeah, I find it, I find it hard to be like, oh, but he apologized. He didn't. Antigone told him to go over and sort it. And then when he went over, he basically said, he was like, you know, people will be telling me now that I overreacted, but they're my feelings. So I'm entitled to feel how I want to feel. And it's like, okay, so you haven't, you haven't learned anything here. You yeah. just, you, you just have similar, you've just let the temperature drop a little bit to the point where you feel like you can echo what you want, what you wanted to say all along to Paige in a way that's less aggressive, which is an, an improvement. Yeah. But and I, but I think also it's like, of course you're entitled to your own feelings, but I think perspective, I like look outside the glass or whatever, and just be like, what was I actually getting annoyed about? Like yeah. what? Of course I'm allowed to be annoyed, but like interrogate why you're annoyed yeah, and how annoyed you're getting over a particular situation, you know? Yeah. He was like, that was, that was a bit uncalled for. That was pathetic for me. I realized straight away that that was pathetic for me. Um, which again, you, you didn't, you had to be told mm. quite a few times. Uh, if you don't respect how I feel, I won't stay around. If it was you in that position, you wouldn't be okay either. It's not a little thing. It's how I feel. So therefore it's not a little thing. And Paige is like, oh, like I would be the same in your situation, if not worse. And she's kind of comforting him. She's in the beach and he, she's saying, you know, he wants an answer from me. He's feeling vulnerable. Um, and like, I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So blah, blah, blah. And I just, it just feels like he's not actually apologized for anything. No. He's not taken ownership for the fact that he has put them in this situation. He's also not clearly said, I'm really interested in you and I want to pursue. All he has said is, I find it really hard to open up and I found it harder tonight than I did last night like in not really being that clear about like you know what I mean you're not fully putting it out there you're kind of tiptoeing in and like I just I I find it really stressful watching them um mm. and yeah Antigone gets a text it's a blue I'm gonna move on because people are gonna kill me she gets a text it's a blue party um and we'll breeze past that Luca Page and Jax are having a chat and Jax is asking you know what do you think about today um and Jax is saying to Paige that myself and Luca both feel like Gemma is more into him than he is into her uh, or she, Luca's more into Gemma than Gemma is into him Luca's saying if that's how she feels I'm going to step back Paige is like um it's like Andrew's more into Tash and Luca's like I don't want that Jax is saying like Paige is more into me and they're kind of giggling Luca is saying you know if she wants that I'll crack on I need to find out if she feels the same way about me and I think to Gemma's credit and she she makes the point later like why do they have to be on the exact same the exact same level I just I think he's so far in it now that it's like he's like terrified of the notion that it could go anywhere like yeah it's so funny to actually hear those things back because I think I missed them on first watch like the sniping like I wonder will those kind of comments be brought back up again of them like talking about like you know getting their perspectives on other people's relationships yeah like it's just I just Everyone's really asked- don't think we've seen this at this point in this. Se- Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's, yeah, the cast is a lot more fractured yeah. than what we'd like to think. Someone had messaged me and said, isn't it interesting that like the older lads all hang out together, but the young lads kind of don't, which isn't something I'd necessarily picked up on. I don't know if it's necessarily true, but like, I think there's, th- there's fissures we're not fully seeing, I yeah. think. And there's a part of me that, again, loves the mess. I want all this shit to be brought back up again, to be quite honest. There's a lot of people asking for movie night. And I'm, I mean, we won't revisit it last year, but like. Do we, are we ready for movie night? Because you're not ready for for guys. You're not ready for it and Sue causing a bit of drama. I don't think you're ready for movie night, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, if you eat your, If you eat your ekansu causing drama, then you can have your dessert, which is movie night, okay? Yeah, this is PG-13. I feel like we're not quite there yet. I just no. don't think. Um, Luca and Gemma go for their conversation. It's very awkward. They're very separate, which is notable because they're usually quite touchy-feely, very much interlocked. Gemma is saying, are you okay? I thought we had squashed it, but obviously not. Um, and I think... I, to be fair, I think Gemma is coming into this conversation a little bit hot and I think mm. Luca is coming in here a little bit vulnerable. And I think I I actually had to pray. I think I have to praise Luca for, for his handling of this conversation. Let me read it back and make sure I stand by that. He's saying, uh, I feel like I'm more into you than you're into me. Is that true? And she said, possibly. And he says, well, then we're on different pages. Gemma's saying like, well, then what do you want? And he's like, I want us to be on the same page. I'm obsessed with you. And I couldn't give two shits about who will come through the door. My head is fully with you. And she says, I don't want to say that I'm 100% no. I don't know that. You might as well ask me to be your girlfriend with how you're expecting me to behave, which I think is a fair comment. Luca's saying, I'm giving 100% and I'm giving reassurance. And you're not giving me that reassurance right now. You've been... um, the fact that you've said this, I'm really shocked. And until today, I couldn't have been happier. And this has really taken me back. And I feel like it ha- like it clearly has. Like he's obviously yeah. thrown. And I think that credit where it's due, he's always been very upfront about how he feels. Always. So yeah. like, like it's like, and I just think he's like very direct. Yeah. And like very honest. And yeah. like credit, the, the bar is at the bottom of the Atlantic Sea. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, you can't say it for a lot of the rest of them. Like he's very straight up with her, always has been. If she yeah. doesn't like the answers, well, then it's like, okay, well, then you do st- need to start looking elsewhere, you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think, you know, Gemma says what you said earlier, like nothing has changed for me. My feelings are exactly the same as they were yesterday. You've just heard this piece of information. It's obviously kind of upset you. Um, They're giving each other a cuddle and they've obviously resolved it. And I, there's kind of two halves to this. I understand Luca being like, you're not reassuring me as much as I need you to reassure me in this moment because this has spooked me. And even if you don't think that it has, it has. And I need you to be a little bit more than what you're being. I think he is being clear with her. But I think his his want for her to be on the exact same page as him after three and a half weeks. And yes, weeks are like months and all that bollocks inside the am. But I just think you have to be okay with her being at a different place. You just have mm-hmm. to be. Especially mm-hmm. when she's clearly moving forward. It's not that she's stagnant. She's clearly committing to you. She's not making efforts with anyone else. Mm. She, like she's only talking about a very hypothetical situation that might never happen. I just think, I think the two of them have kind of reverted back to that first week behavior that they had where they kind of were very combative when it came to feelings and, you know, no, you hug me first, not the other. And that kind of, and I think they kind of reverted in this moment because they felt threatened in, in their in their relationship. And I think, like them or, don't, or not like them there's obviously something there yeah definitely yeah you couldn't you couldn't say there isn't I don't yeah. think I know like people want to bring up about the dad and stuff as well I don't know like I just I don't know I don't know I don't like I just don't fully buy that that would be the only yeah. reason because he, he doesn't strike me as a good actor and he's clearly like yeah not you're clearly he's, they're clearly physically attracted to each other you know what I mean so like yeah. everything else I'm like whatever yeah yeah, I don't think so. I think that's a bit of a reach. Um, Paige is pulling Jay for a chat and she said, you said you'd rather me be direct. Um, and she's saying, yeah, look, me and Jax are solid. We've had conversations, me and you, but Jax is on my mind. Jay is like, look, I got that impression. And I was going to say to you tonight that I was going to back off and I'll leave you guys to it. I appreciate you being honest. Um, I knew it would be difficult. Um, uh, the bed I made for myself, but the door was potentially open. I wanted to explore. 
Paige then makes a joke about automatic doors and they kind of say like have a good night and they leave it pretty amicably mm. um but yeah a bit of bit of a of a stunted one now for Jay like he's found himself in a bit of a tricky position I mean there is Danica and Antigone who are still somewhat well apparently we haven't seen them in a couple of days so maybe they're fucking wifed up at this stage who knows but it feels like they're still available I'm really raging because I actually just re if Antigone had been in sooner or one of the OGs I feel like she would have had a real place here but yeah. I just feel like it's way it is I'll say it again it's way too late for her to establish anything with Jay I think yeah um because we're not seeing enough for her you know what yeah. I mean and that's obviously like an editing choice she's not coupled up really with anyone like clearly there's nothing going on with her and Davide so like Danica <laughs> forget about I, that I, I can't that's let's I, not I, even let's let's not um what was the other thing I was going to say? It was just all seen. Well, no, sorry, I will say Paige looked fucking stunning in the blue yeah. party. She looked yeah. so good. Like their tans are already setting and they look divine. But it was just all, she was just like, yeah, in the beach where she was like, yeah, like um, he told me to be direct with him. So I was. And it was like, what have we been watching for an episode and a half then? Like After, I just, after days of you being completely indirect. Like, what, like Yeah, this isn't just like really selective editing. Like it's like, I don't know. It was just very like knee jerk for me in a way. Yeah. I just, again, like the, the backlash towards Tasha for, for what went down with Andrew. And like, I definitely think Tasha was like, I, I definitely think Tasha was in her rights to be like, I'm open, but I just think she was like unable to be clear about the fact that mm. she was still open. And that's what yeah. was pissing me off was like, you don't get to kind of pussyfoot around the fact that you're still open to get to know people and then play the victim when the guy you're, with is so uncertain that it's making him upset like that was what annoyed me but like the different rule now for Paige like Paige is just like I, it's just uh, yeah I just hold the same energy for everyone Tasha mm. and Charlie have a chat I'm not going to go into it in detail it was pretty boring boring she, call- boring. she calls time herself and Andrew go to the terrace um Tasha is telling him about the conversation with Charlie and she says look I really think uh, where we're going I really like it I've never felt like this with anyone else I came to a decision today that I want to be tunnel vision on you from today it's very unlikely for a guy to come in and give me more than you give me um, and she's like I'm panting I'm so nervous I can't really breathe um, I don't like being open and getting deep and Andrew's like I like it like I want you to get deep you know how much I like you nobody is turning my head like you have you're the first person I saw when I walked in and the last person I want to walk out with um, so I, I want tunnel vision with you as well he's in the beach and he's like I'm absolutely buzzing like I really want to see where this goes he's telling her like I can genuinely see a future and they're kissing getting very hot and heavy on the terrace by the time we return to them from the beach he's got his bomber off and they're kind of in a straddle like position Um, it's very horny like it's very horny yeah it is um Tasha's saying me and Andrew are oh yeah she does hearts with her hands in the beach and she's saying that chat oh my god Siri Jesus, that bitch. Siri, we didn't ask. Stay out of this. Stay alive. Um, sorry, she's probably still listening now that I keep saying her name. Um, apologies. Tasha's at the beach. She's saying like, that chat was beautiful. It's probably the best moment I've ever had with a guy so far. Um, and yeah, getting very saucy. So they're back on. Again, it feels like we've jumped forward quite significantly with mm. them because it seemed when we left off, it was very much don't touch me. I don't want to talk to you. I'm giving I'm her gonna, space. When I read the press preview, I was like, oh, she's ending it. Yeah, which was fucking bigger fool me to be honest. And now I'm like, oh, and don't I actually do like them as a couple? So I'm like, I'm glad they worked it out. But then there's a part of me that's like, I wouldn't mind a bit of chaos, you know. But yeah. I like I uh, her and Andrew are, are like way up here in comparison. Like if she'd gone off with Charlie, I would have been very cross. 
very cross. I'd be like, open the public vote. (laughs) I feel like a Casa Moore is going to be another telling. Yeah. Or else this is going to be, they're like, this was our test and we got through it. Or else Casa Moore is right, royally going to fuck them up. Like royally. Well, as well, you think about the fact that where where that pressure was coming from when she was kind of having that difficulty, it was from the boys, Dami and mm. Luca, who mm. were kind of giving her a bit of shit for keeping open. And I, I think they handled it better than they handled it in other situations. Like, I think they were trying to explain where they're coming from. Again, mind your business. Um, but again, it's a reality TV show. Mm. Um, that pressure probably won't be there. If Casa Amor works like it normally does, that pressure won't be there for her. She'll be with girls who are encouraging her to enjoy the experience and you have to do it and you have to be open and all this bollocks so yeah I think it'll be interesting to see what happens there and Andrew and Paige are celebrating in the bathroom obviously the pair of them have resolved their issues with couples that they wanted to be with um Davide is inviting Ekin to join a foursome with he himself um Antigone and Danica which again is probably the first time we've seen those girls tonight (laughs) um Tasha is asking Andrew if it's if it's time to change the sheets if today's the day to change the sheets dirty rotter two dirty rotters if I ever saw them too much talk about spunk this episode I have to say right like just Please. A lot of jizz. Yeah, Please. sorry. I do. I don't think we spent enough time talking about how Dami was like. Yeah, I, ju- I just came myself. He was my like, sleep. I was frothing. I was like, please, please. Oh, violent, violent. Oh, it's just too much. Tomorrow night, all we got was a very good look at the strip challenge and how good is Tasha as Barbie? A quick glimpse. That editing was so good because I was yeah. getting hot under the collar looking at all of them. Oh my. Gaji, if I was in there and I had a heart monitor on me, I would be in big fat trouble. <laughs> let me tell you that. Charlie, let me tell you that. Um, I do like the strip challenge. I know there's some people who think all these challenges are really degrading. I find the strip challenge. What show one- are you watching? It's not Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> They're there to be degraded. Ah, of course. Oh my God. I find the strip challenge. I find it one of the lesser ones. I don't know why. I feel like. I do feel like they all come out of it and they do genuinely say like I had a great time. Like I, I think it has potential to cause something for like the, the couples that are genuinely like not secure and then otherwise it's just like a bit of crack. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. mo- most people don't read anything into it even if people are getting horny for people yeah. that they're not in a couple with. You know what I mean? So I just fine. do you remember last year who was that girl Mary who got the aerial costume who was like oh my god and she got that ratty ass fucking party city <laughs> wig. Mother wig. of god. And she, and she possibly one of the best looking girls in the villa and she literally comes out with these like fucking loose lilac someone in wardrobe had it out for her oh my god I said it at the time I'll say it again 100% Fanula let's recap where where how do we feel I I I have a lot of conflicting thoughts and there's a lot of characters in here who I'm very suspect of and it there is a very clear divide on a lot of these characters that we've discussed tonight and I feel like I am on the opposing end to a lot of opinions and see, you seem to be as well. So maybe Same. we're not. Yeah. I, I, maybe I our think side just isn't shouting loud enough. It's, I think this is, it's still really interesting. It's really clearly all to play for. Like Dami and India are the only solid couple. And if the show were to end tomorrow and that you had to pick a winner, I think everyone would be like, yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'd be happy with that. Not according with to the, the bookies. Let's just say, not according to the bookies. Paige and Jax are still favorite yeah but let that's let's be that's racism and also people being wrong let's come off it like if you're buying the page and jack's fairy tale more than darian india i know i I tweeted it last night after that date after that date i was like how you could possibly 
how you could possibly look at the, the sliver of interest Jacks gave Paige was like, oh yeah, that's my winner over Dami and India having a secret fucking love handshake. Like, no, no. Um, I bought having there, there are couples in there that I think that could still claw it back to be like public's favorite. And don't get me wrong. There is too hard. I mean, it's like, oh, I wouldn't agree with that. And I wouldn't be happy with it, but I'm like, you hear the bookies you look on social media and all the fucking fast fashion brands are making memes about Jax and Paige being like relationship like this please it kind of really is like yeah I think the next week will tell a lot in terms of like actual who who are the last horses in the race in terms of like actual winners yeah. which I find really really interesting yeah um and I think what will happen after the show and how they handle media and everything and interviews and stuff. I'm nearly more excited for that and just hear them be challenged and stuff and to hear them speak like live about certain situations. Yeah. I think it's going to be so, so bloody interesting if it's done yeah. well. Yeah, I feel I feel a similar wave of support for the Jaxes and Pages and the Gemmas and Lucas as we did last year for Millie and Liam when they were coming back from like death row in like week six mm. whenever that was return from Cast people, people fucking love a comeback story like is the thing there's a part of me that wonders did Jamie and India's you know we were with the wrong people we should have been together all along like did that happen too early and then I'm like is something going to happen in Casa Moore where it's like they'll lead you to believe that like one or other of them is tempted and they come back and it's like oh my god I'm in love with you blah blah like yeah they're definitely gonna have to there's gonna be some kind of conflict created I think I think because it's like in my head if you're to if you're to look at the premise of the show and be like you're on here for love right bunny ears whatever in first commas you're on here for love I think the two of them are the have had like an interesting story and I think they have the best chemistry and they haven't really yeah. had any fucking dumb dumb arguments and been like yeah. tested and really you know what I mean yeah I think that's like it's weird because you're talking about with other people and they're like no no like Dami's like glazing over when India talks about like her life and stuff I'm like okay I didn't get that at all I yeah. did not get that at all um I don't know I'm just I'm very very interested for Casa Moore. very yeah. interested I just think like yeah I just want to I just want to enjoy the debate do you mm. know what I mean I want I want to enjoy people being like Oh no, like I really see like Gemma and Luca like lasting years or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, I don't, but Grant, like tell me your points. Like I want to enjoy the debate. I don't want it to be this like vicious thing of like, if you don't like them, you obviously want them to be miserable or whatever. It's like, no, like I just don't, I just don't see it. Like yeah. I just don't see it. Whereas I personally see nothing but love for Dami and India. Like I just personally think that they are like, end goals end game like top tier god tier level couple like I really do and like we're allowed to disagree you know Fanula me and you've done it tonight in a healthy safe manner yeah let's let's all let's get into the dms let's all have nice healthy conversations because we are what adults adults talking about a fake tv show yeah thumbs up yeah and with that Fanula Jones always a joy you look so cozy in your dressing gown I'm wearing two dressing gowns in we have, June, we have very different homes. I am sweating. Like, oh, do you know, rub like, it in or no, rub no, it in. no, like, no, not that. Do you know, like, the underboob kind of sweating where you're oh, like, I need, me, yeah, yeah. yeah, I need yeah. to let these, yeah, like, it's not comfortable. So I feel like we're in very different spaces right now, but mentally, I'm with you, and that's what really matters. That's all that matters to me, Orla. <laughs> A pleasure to be here again, as always. <laughs> 
thank you so much to Fanula Jones for joining me tonight to discuss all that went down in the Love Island villa. And thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. Thanks also to our lovely sponsors, now the home of brilliant entertainment. Let's discuss what went down. Let's keep it civil, folks, over on Instagram at my bottom paper. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and more of that juicy fallout. We'll talk to you then. Okay, so while Love Island dominates my TV screen from like Sunday night to Friday, at the weekend, I have time to fit in some quality binging. And that's all thanks to our lovely partners at Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You may have noticed so far in this series, there is one show or franchise, should I say, that comes up again and again. And that is because it was and continues to be a pop culture and reality TV phenomenon. It also happens to be one of my favorite things to watch on the telly. And that is the entire Real Housewives franchise. I just adore it. From Beverly Hills to New York, the show brings us some of the best reality TV drama on our screens, and it has spawned some of the most iconic one-liners, some you might even realize came from there. Now, I always get asked where to start when it comes to the Housewives, and I get it. It can be very intimidating to dive in. There is a lot, but I say do it. You won't regret it. And I personally would start in the pools of the ladies in Beverly Hills. From there, you can go cross country to New York or New Jersey. You could head south to Atlanta or Miami, or you could try some of the newer additions like Potomac or Salt Lake City. I most recently have been spending time with the gals in Dubai, and I am loving it. I adore the Real Housewives franchise. I cannot tell you. I love it so much. I live for those girls. I die for those girls. It is some of the best reality TV you can watch, and it is all available to stream on Now. Now, 